Welcome to She Found His Grace podcast, and this is your host, Serena Dykeson, and I'm just really excited today to talk about abortion ministry. It is not an... um, It's not a ministry we talk about a lot, and so I'm really hoping that we can talk about abortion ministry in the church, and that's really what it is. It's a ministry. It's a ministry opportunity that I feel like lots of churches have missed um, because I think that the church views abortion as a political issue and not really a heart issue. Or we just don't know really how to to talk about abortion. And so I really want to get into the nitty gritty of it and how we can shift our minds so that we can start abortion ministries in our churches. And I really guys I really want you guys to think of about it as um you know, if we think about Teen Challenge and they walk alongside people with addictions. Or if we have a homeless ministry, it is walking alongside people. It's ministry. It is not a political issue. And so today, I really hope that we can talk about this as a church so that we really can get on board and really be a voice for the unborn. And not only the unborn, but we also want to be able to walk alongside mothers and fathers who've had abortions as well. And so I want to get into the get into how how we do that and how we do that well. And so the first thing that I want to say about abortion ministry is that it starts at home. We want to be talking to our kids um, about healthy sexual boundaries, which um if you have little kids, like you want to gear it towards their age. Um, you want to be able to talk about, you know, what God thinks about um, sex before a marriage or what um, uh, we, we want God, we want our kids to realize that God values every single life and it doesn't matter how that life was conceived. And, and that even means um, if you are a parent of a teenager, that means that if your kids have an unplanned pregnancy, we want them to know that they can come to you. Um, parents, you need to understand, um, I think, and I hear this so often, is that parents will uh, take their teenage daughter to have an abortion because they're worried about what the Joneses are going to say. And you know what? We need to get away from that mindset. And we want, we want, um, we really want to have the mind of Christ of, you know what? It's an unplanned pregnancy. God values that baby and he has a plan and a purpose, even if it doesn't look like how we think it should look. And we want our kids to come to us and talk about that. Um, you, you know, something that I want to hit on is that, you know, if you are not talking to your kids about sex, um, and you know, our kids in the, in the public school, they offer sex education. Well, here's what I want to share with you guys. So you guys understand what is coming into our schools. Um, there are a lot of schools that are offering sex education because we are too afraid to talk about, you know, we've 
believe this lie that sex is this weird thing that we don't want to talk to our kids about. And what is happening is we've allowed Planned Parenthood to come into our schools and talk to our kids. And you may be in the church and you, you know, you here you are, you're a Christian family, but you haven't talked about sex because of the lies that you've believed instead of talking about healthy sexual boundaries, you have just avoided it all. And so Planned Parenthood is going to come in and they're going to talk to your kids and they're going to, they're going to tell, they're going to tell your kids that your values are stupid and they're going to build a trust up with your kids and so when you're, if your kids find themselves in a situation of an unplanned pregnancy, they're going to run to Planned Parenthood because Planned Parenthood has told them that, that your values are ridiculous, um, that they're, that your value, you're out of touch with the world. And so your kids are going to be hearing these things. And so this is why it's so important for you to know this information information so that you can tell your kids um, what they're going to tell them. And you know what? And you have the option as a parent to not even have them take sex education in the public school. You can say no, but that means that you're going to have to do your job as a parent of telling them the truth and also so that they know that they can come to you no matter what that you are not going to be embarrassed. You're not going to be ashamed of them. You may be disappointed, but you know what? They need to know that you're going to walk through that disappointment. And if you, if they remotely think that you're going to be so embarrassed that you have put on this mask, that your family's perfect and you have it all together, which come on now, we know that that's a lie. (laughs) None of us have it all together. But if they think that, um, they're either going to go to Planned Parenthood or if you if you have that lie in your head already and you are going to be worried about what everybody else is going to say, let me tell you, you will regret taking your kid to get an abortion. This secret is not going to go away. It is going to affect your family. I have um, heard story after story after story of mothers who hate um, mothers, mothers and and daughters who hate each other because of this secret, or um, the fathers. You know, the fathers have taken them for abortion, and they their family falls apart. And you do not want your family to fall apart. The secret is going to destroy your family, and so. You know, if you find yourself in this situation, you want to show grace and love and you're going to press into the Lord and you're going to trust that he has a plan and a purpose for this baby. And so this ministry starts at home and your kids need to know that no matter what happens, you know, you're going to get through it and God has a plan and a purpose for it. So that starts at home. Um, you want to invite, um, there's crisis pregnancy centers that offer, uh, classes with healthy sexual boundaries, um, have them come into your youth group. Cause let's just be honest. Um, not all families are going to have these discussions. And so we want to invite, um, these organizations into our churches to talk about these things so that kids know one, the healthy boundaries, and also 
so that they know that God has a plan and a purpose. So if you're a church, um, call a, a Christian uh, pro-life crisis pregnancy center and see if they're offering any healthy sexual sexual boundaries classes and invite them into your youth group so that your youth are hearing this information um, if their family is not talking about it. If also um if you're a uh family with younger kids with uh, kids that are in elementary school, I want to recommend a book called Pro Life Kids and the Radiance Foundation. They put this book out. It's an excellent book. I have it. I highly recommend that you get this book. It is awesome. Another way as a as a family um, to be involved in the pro-life ministry is to be praying as a family. Make sure that you are praying for the abortion clinics, see that, that they're shut down, that you're praying for the abortion-minded moms daily and just asking the Lord how he would want you to... Um, be involved with mothers and fathers that might need help that might not have the same biblical standards how you can invest in those people and how you can invest in those in their lives and also so that they know that they have a safe place that if um you know say you know for example i have lots of single mothers that i know and I want to build relationships up with them. And I want them to know that if something happens, whether they don't have food, whether they, they, um, their boyfriends are beating them up, whatever that case may be, that they know that they can come to you and they can, they can talk to you. And um, you're just that trusted person. And so be that family. Um, you know, right now we are walking through a crisis where a lot of people have lost their jobs. Do you have an extra room? So that if, say, for example, they are going to lose their home during this time that they know that they could call you and you would have space for them. Um, because, you know, if they if they get pregnant, I and I read this every single day um, where women will say, you know what, I'm pregnant. I am unemployed right now. I cannot afford to have another child. So how can you walk alongside that mother where that mother would know, okay, it's going to be okay. I can, you know, either you can tell them about a crisis pregnancy center that can help them, but then as a family, be giving money to those centers. As a church, be giving money to your local crisis pregnancy centers. Support them on a regular basis. Um, And also, you know, like I said, if you have space in your home, open up your home so that these, they know that they have a place to go and that you are going to help them raise this baby that they're not, you know, um, a lot of pro-choice people will say, oh, you're, you're pro-birthers. You just want them to have their babies, but you're not going to help them otherwise. And you know what? That is not the truth of the matter. And so make sure that you are following through. Um, the whole process. And I know so many of you are already doing that. Also, as a family, go to your abortion clinics and pray outside. Um, be be that 
that person that goes out there and prays. Or maybe you want to be sidewalk counselors. And sidewalk counseling is awesome. I am a huge advocate of sidewalk counselors um, to just go and we're not protesters. I I am I go to the sidewalks. Um, I, that's how I started out um, being a sidewalk counselor. And I go to the sidewalks um, when I'm able, when my, my schedule allows. And now with quarantine, you know, that adds another layer to it. But I'm to the point where um, I, I think I'm going to be going back out to, to the clinic and um, praying and being a sidewalk counselor. But you'll hear people say they're protesters. And that is not the truth of the matter. Sidewalk counselors are trained to be that friendly face um, that is going to offer resources to the women. Um, there are so many women that don't want to go to the abortion clinic and they just feel like they don't have another choice. And so if you want to um, be that person that just goes and you're friendly and you're you're loving and you just want to offer resources to women, that would be excellent. And you can call your local right to life and ask if um, they do sidewalk uh, training. You can also go online and I think it's called Advocates for Life or or there's another organization I will um, that does sidewalk training and I can I can tag that so that you guys can know. Um, it's slipping my mind what their organization is is called, but um, for me, I called my local sidewalk. Um, I called my local right to life to become a sidewalk trained sidewalk advocate. So you could do that as a family, and you know maybe at Christmas time adopt a family, or throughout the year adopt a family where. Um, you invite them over and you're doing life with them and, and you're breaking bread together and you're just building that relationship up with them. As churches, as churches, we really need to get away from abortion is a political stance. It is a ministry that we are so missing. And, um, you know, I think because the church does not talk about abortion, either we're saying we don't care or we're saying it's okay. And we need to not be that church. We have women who have had abortions in our churches. I believe the number is one in four women say that they're a Christian and they've had an abortion. And we can talk about abortion in such a way that it is not going to cause harm and damage. One thing that I will say is I cringe. I cringe when I hear people say abortion is murder. Is it? It is. No doubt in my mind it is ending a life. But what we need to understand is we need to be very sensitive to women who've had abortions. If they're not healed, that is going to be very hard for them to hear. And so we need to be very sensitive how we talk about abortion. And I think most, for the most part, people are aware of that, but some people are not aware of that. And I, I see that in the pro-life movement a lot. There are people that will will throw that out there and they don't realize how that wounds a post-abortive mother's and father's heart. So we need to be careful about using that word. 
Um, we need to offer post-abortive ministry opportunities. And if you feel like we can't have that in our church, would you please, I just ask that you please um, allow post-abortive ministries to come in and speak at your churches. Um, there, are organiza- there are ministries such as Deeper Still, and also there is ministry, uh, um, it's actually a Bible study called Forgiven and Set Free. And people in our churches need to realize that those ministries are available to help them walk through the, the grieving process of the loss of a baby after abortion. And that grief is real. It is um, post-abortive recovery is so important. And a lot of churches, aren't, they're not offering that. I did not know that there was such a ministry available until a year ago in 2019. I had no idea. I talked to women every single day and fathers pretty much every day that do not know that that there is a post-abortive ministry available. And they have been suffering in our pews. And we need to, if we do not offer them in our church, we need to make sure that they know where they can go for, for help. It is so important that women have that healing. And I am going to be honest. I know that there are, are women that are in leadership who have had abortions. And they are struggling. And I cannot, for, my, for myself, I and I know this is across the board, but to do effective ministry, I have to walk through healing. I had to walk through healing. And I thought I was good. And I actually rolled my eyes when someone asked if I had gone to post-abortive healing. I rolled my eyes. I thought I was in a good place. But what I can tell you is these ministries, these post-abortive ministries are amazing. And I'm so glad that I went through it and I cannot recommend it enough. And the church needs to let people know that those ministry ministries are available. Um, you know, we, we need to allow as a church, we need to allow organizations to, to come into our churches and, and talk about sex, um, sexual boundaries. And I know I talked about that already, but we really need to, need to invite, um, these ministries into our church and help us in this area. Um, it is just so important as a church that we we shift our minds that abortion is a political agenda and we need to look at it as a a ministry opportunity and this opportunity is being missed. We have so many women who are are um, abortion minded and they and they don't want to have an abortion, but they don't know that they can turn to the church. They don't know who in the church they can turn to because we just don't talk about it. Um, we we just need to shift our minds and get involved in this ministry. And it is it is my prayer that 
we just we we just see this as a ministry opportunity as a post abortive woman i had i was hurting for a long time and i didn't know who to talk to i didn't know where to turn and that is the case with so many women that i talked to and men bruce and i hear lots of stories of just um brokenness and it's affecting our families it is really hurting our families and it causing a lot of damage and so you know today I hope that this leaves you with some encouragement to really see that we we have a great ministry opportunity Um, it is my hope that you guys have some nuggets um, that you can use in your families and in your churches and you know uh, you can follow uh, She Found His Grace ministry page on ways to get involved. And if you ever have questions, uh, we are happy to walk you through what it looks like to have this ministry in your church. We would love to eventually, as She Found His Grace ministry, something that we are able to do is we are able to talk to women across across the um, United States, across the world. And it is our prayer that we would be able to partner up with local churches to, um, when women reach out to us, we want to get them plugged into uh, crisis pregnancy centers in their in their area. But what we would really, really love to be able to do is have churches in those areas in all across the United States, all across the world, that we would be able to connect these women to and we would have churches that would love on these women and walk with them the whole time they're pregnant. That abortion-minded mom, you know, because uh, she found us grace can't do it all. Um, The crisis pregnancy centers can't do it all. Um, we need churches, we need individuals, we need we need this whole team together to walk alongside these families. And um, we're just excited on how God is just opening up the doors for that. And if you are a church that um, a church that would like to partner with us, we would love to have you partner with us so that if we have a abortion-minded mother that reaches out to us, we would love to be able to um, reach out to you and say, hey, we have this family, we have this mother, and, you know, we're going to refer her to a crisis pregnancy center, but we need you, you know, how about adopting this mother and, this her small children and her her husband or maybe it's just her I don't know what that looks like but to have someone in your church or your church adopt them and walk the rest of the pregnancy out and we would love we would love to do that and so if that is something that your church or your family is interested in doing reach out to us at she found his grace ministry page send us a message and we're really hoping to really build up a team of people, a ministry of people, Christ followers across all over that we would be able to partner with and be able to really have you walk alongside these mothers. 
and um, see life happen. And so just reach out to us. We would love to do that and uh, just have a blessed day. And thank you for joining She Found His Grace Ministry.